everybody and welcome back to the Bible and Faith podcast. If you thought season two, episode one, I sounded ill, I've clearly beaten it. Um, it's the end of my first week at university, it's been very busy and tiring and I've caught what we call freshest flu here in the UK um, and I've pretty much lost my voice but I needed to film this intro so I hope that, that my voice isn't grating too much. I found this episode incredibly encouraging both to record and look back on as I was editing it. And I really hope that it encourages you, me and the lovely Rachel talked all about prayer life and Bible reading. And yeah, without further ado, I'm Daisy and this is the Bible and Faith Podcast. Today on the podcast, I have with me the lovely Rachel. Hi Rachel, how are you? I am good, how are you? (laughs) I'm really good, thank you. Um, and so it would be great just to start this episode off if you could tell everybody listening a little about you and your online ministry and yeah just what you're doing at the moment. Absolutely well hi everyone um, so my name is Rachel like she said so I am the owner of Start With Prayer and my online ministry as a Christian influencer is to just help all the Bible besties out there the Christian women um, that have kind of fallen away from their faith or maybe never had faith to begin with. So just bringing in that conversation of encouragement, advice, accountability, and just creating a community that I feel called to um, that allows people to ask questions and just come together to serve God. Um, at the end of 2020, I just felt like that was a crazy year for everyone it across was. the globe. <laughs> um, and I really wanted a community of Christian women Um, like that. And I prayed and asked God a lot about it and just felt God say, you know what, if you can't find it, you need to create it. And that was big for me. (laughs) So uh, at the end of 2020, like December 31st, I said, okay, God, if even one person comes to you because of this, then it was worth it. If even one person goes to heaven, you know, that wasn't before, then it's worth it. And then now Mm. I think, I think at the time of this episode, I think I have 30,000 Bible besties on Instagram and I think 130 or something thousand on TikTok. So God really uh, blew it out of the works there. Um, So I'm Mm. excited to come on here and talk about all the things that are involved in our community. And hopefully one person feels encouraged from this. Yes, definitely. I love that. Um, And so specifically on this episode, we're going to be talking about the topics of Bible reading and prayer, which I know is something that both of us are really passionate about um, and really love sharing stuff about. So I've got a few questions. Um, and the first one to ask you is, how has reading the Bible consistently helped you in your life? life. Ooh, such a dear topic to my heart. So the key word there to me is consistently. Mm. So I have been reading the Bible probably for a year and a half to two years now. But that consistently is what has really changed my life because I have a habit where it's the first thing I do is when I wake up, I take the dog out and then I do my Bible in the year podcast. And it's my time alone with God. And I find that consistently doing that every day sets my entire day, week, month, year up for success. Um, And when I don't is when all of a sudden that to-do list seems so looming um, and my anxiety and all of that stuff seems so much greater when I don't take that peace pause with God at the beginning of the day. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that to me has been just the biggest change in my everyday attitude. Yeah. I love that. And it's definitely been true for me as well, particularly as somebody who's sort of switched recently from being an only nighttime Bible reader to like a morning and night. I still like have my, I usually do, what I'm doing at the moment is doing devotional in the evening and I'm doing a psalm in the morning. Um, And it's definitely been a big shift 
like my attitude um, to start the day off with God's word. I think that's really important. Um, and just reading the Bible in general, I think is really helpful for us as Christians because it helps us to better see the world through the lens of God's truth rather than seeing the world as like non-Christians see it and how the world maybe wants us to see it. Yeah, I mean, you really just like hit the nail on the head there. For me, it's wild because I will actually read a scripture in the morning that then relates to something later in the day that I didn't know was going to happen later in that day. And if I Mm -hmm. hadn't read that scripture in the morning, I definitely would view that event, how the world wants me to see it instead of how God wants me to see it, which God's point of view is that truth. It's that love first mentality. And so it's also just a humbling and positive experience when you view it through God's truth that is really easy to not. Um, so if it's not on a consistent basis, I find that I choose the world's view and not God's view. Yeah, that's really good. And um, just a particular situation with me recently. So I have uh, I have a part-time job. I've had it for a couple of years. I really love it. Um, all my colleagues are lovely and my boss is great. Um, but like any job, there are some days when it can really suck and I find it really hard and frustrating. And recently I've been working a lot more and that's like been alongside me starting to read the Bible more consistently and especially in the morning and like reading God's word and praying before work and just like asking him to give me a positive attitude to the day and like give me joy and peace um, through any situation has I've definitely seen like a shift in my mindset just over the last few weeks about how I approach work and like interacting with my colleagues and customers and I think it's really just given me like I said a lot a lot more joy and peace in facing everyday situations absolutely yeah you you agree (laughs) I find (laughs) that I am not my positive happy happy self when I don't start with Lord um Mm -hmm. I I and I definitely feel that when I interact with my coworkers too because they're like you seem off I'm like you know you're right because I didn't I didn't give it to God first I let me handle it anytime I handle it we have issues (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh I've never related so much to a statement that's so true (laughs) um and so the second question which is really linked to what we've been talking about is um what is a piece of advice that you would give to somebody who wants to start reading the Bible consistently? I know that I've had a lot of people message me on social media and I'm sure you have as well being like, well, you know, like I am a Christian, like I believe in God. I'm trusting Jesus as my Lord and savior, but I don't know where to like start with reading the Bible properly. Um, And I was wondering what piece piece or pieces of advice you would give to somebody who asked that question. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why, you know, I'm called Start With Prayer, because I was getting all of these messages saying, I really want a strong faith, but where do I even start? Like, I'm not even sure where the start is for me to then begin. Mm. Um, And so I relate to that so much, because that's where I was. So I would say, when reading the Bible, it's all about habits first. So, you know, you're not going to randomly wake up one morning and go, you know what, now I have all the motivation in the world to start and I know what to do. It's never going to happen. I wish it was that easy, but it takes it takes work. Now it's always worth it, but it does take work. So my advice would be to actually like make a plan um, and then go and follow that. So for example, I always tell people three things. So one, consistency in your times, like you said, either be a morning or a night. Um, time to spend in that Bible, but take that questions out of it. And then um, two, do it in the same place. I find that when you're doing it the same place, you become so at peace and just calm and you can focus more because again, take that question out of it. And then three, um, take all distractions apart, you know, be away from your partner, your roommate, your family, do it. And you're just alone with you. And then 
pick one, um, just one. I always say people should start in John if you really don't know where to start because John mm-hmm. is all about our Jesus friend. <laughs> um, and he's, you know, the core of our belief. He's a core of Christianity. And if you want to know more about Christianity, you got to start with our, with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So start in John, make it consistent in your place, your time, and then just get rid of all the distractions. Because, girl, you can do it, but you need to set up that ahead of time. So when you feel tired or really you want to do anything else, but getting that word, you've already created that habit. So you're like, no, I can do mm-hmm. this. Take all the excuses away and just sit down and spend that time with God. Yes. Oh, I love that. So so many good pieces of advice there. Um, I would say just to sort of add on to what you said that what's really helped me is um, to get into a routine. And obviously we've talked about like time, place, no distractions, that sort of thing. But also just um, like getting in a routine by either working through like a book or working through a devotional at a time. Like don't be hopping around. I think I did for a time. Um, I was sort of like, well, you know, I'll just read this Psalm today. And then tomorrow, like I'll read a bit of Esther and then a bit of Galatians and like then just like some of the Gospels. And it was really uh, like, obviously, it was great that I was reading God's Word, but it was the inconsistency of what I was reading um, really didn't help me because um, I wasn't like just diving deep into like a book or a passage, which I think is something really important to do. Um, it's that word consistency. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It keeps cropping up. <laughs> it keeps cropping up. <laughs> um, and the other thing I would say that's really helped me personally is just because um, like most people of my age I'm on my phone quite a lot um and when I first started like getting serious about reading the bible consistently I put alerts on my phone to remind me to read the bible so when I was reading it at night I had I think it was like I had one at like 9 45 and then another one at 10 that like pinged on my phone and was like come on you got to do it so I made sure <laughs> that I was getting in that routine before going to bed um, and yeah, I mean, that's just something practical that's helped me and it may help you as well. But yeah, that's something that I found. Uh, and I don't, I don't use them anymore because I'm in the routine now. But when I was starting off, I think that was something that was really helpful for me. Yeah, I love the alerts. And then uh, another practical, do not disturb is your best friend. Mm. Uh, you know, turn on do not disturb. Once you hit that alert, you know, and go for it right away. Turn on do not disturb and put your phone away because we are creatures of habit. We are on our phones all the time. Yeah. Um, so all, you know, all it takes is the enemy to ping you that you got a new Instagram or, you know, TikTok or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden you go from John three to three hours on TikTok yeah. um, <laughs> and you don't know what happened in the meantime. It just takes one little thing, especially in the beginning to give you any excuse not to spend that time with him. Mm, yeah. Um, so absolutely love the alerts. I love that. Such a practical advice. Yeah. Um, I really hope that if you're listening and you haven't you know, if you, you're asking these questions of yourself, like, how do I strengthen my faith? How do I start reading the Bible? I hope that some of the advice that we've given really helps you. And obviously feel free to message us both at any point and ask for any further advice. But I think we've, you know, we summed up the like core piece of advice really well there, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Times two for me. Um, so now we're going to move on sort of more of the second half of the podcast, which is moving to talking about prayer. So kind of some similar questions to what we talked about before. Um, and the first one is how has talking to God daily in prayer improved and strengthened your faith? Yeah. So, um, like I said, it start with prayer. So prayer to me is such a special place in my heart. Um, because I believe with everything in my being that God hears our prayers and God answers our prayers. 
Um, there may be a gap in between what we think is the right amount of time between the two. Um, and that's when praying consistently really comes into place. Because if you pray to God every day and have a daily conversation with him, when you feel frustrated, when you feel like he hasn't answered you in the time frame that you think is right in the way that you want it to, um, it kind of puts the humility back on your heart. Like, God, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I want it to be this way. I, what do you want, God? Like, what is, what is my plan that you have for me? It just flips it when you talk in a daily conversation. Um, and I think the consistency is there as well, you know? Try to do just a couple times a week is what I tell people. If you're really starting out and you don't know what to do, don't go overboard. Don't be like, you know, you don't lose 30 pounds in two days and you're not going to create a lifelong relationship with God in 20 minutes either. Mm -hmm. Um, So just, you know, do consistency, but be realistic. Um, You know, you, you're going to take practice. You're going to sit in your car and the first time you really want to talk to God, you're going to be like, um, hello, I'm here. (laughs) Um, And that's okay, girl. You know, it is okay to be awkward, to not know what to do and just be raw, real and vulnerable and go, God, I don't really know what I'm doing, but you do. So I'm going to give that to you and try to be more consistent in talking to you. I mean, Mm -hmm. what do you, how often do you feel you pray in a way now that has just changed your whole life? Well, just, I think just the time that I spend praying, it's not like really lengthy by any stretch of the imagination like it's probably it's usually like 10-15 minutes at the end of the day and um I write down my prayers on my phone which is also something I found really helpful which I'll talk about in a minute I feel like I've talked about it on so many podcast episodes but it's just like it's something that really has changed my life over the last few months so it's something that I really love talking about but um firstly I would just say that um like having at the end of the day as what I mean I usually pray in the morning as well but the ones that I write down at the end of the day it's really just like an unloading of everything that I feel from that day um and I think it's just given me such comfort and peace to be like god you already know how I feel like you know everything about me you know what I've been through today you know where I'm struggling you know how I feel but I'm still going to give it all to you in prayer and there is such comfort to be found in that that I think I didn't recognize as much when I wasn't praying as regularly like I used to be somebody who only prayed when like I felt like it and I only prayed when I was going through really really like tough things or had a difficult situation or I wanted something like now um I just used to be like oh you know like I'm really struggling I'll just pray a little bit and hopefully that'll help and now it's just like every every day (laughs) here's how I'm feeling like here's what I need help with. Here are people that I want to pray for and people that I want to like lift up to God in prayer. And just, yeah, I feel like I've rambled a bit there, but just- No, you are so good. What what hit it for me was when you said, I only prayed when, because I know someone on this podcast listening relates to that Mm. because it's true. Normally in prayer, you only pray when you had a bad day, when someone's health is, you know, declined, when- you lost your job, whatever it is, that's when you feel like, okay, now I need God's help. And that's kind of the problem is you need God's help in every single day, even in the mm. best of days, you still need God. And I yeah. think when you pray consistently, that's when you recognize God is here with you every single day, not just mm-hmm. in the days that you need him most. He's with you every single day. Um, and I love, like you said, ending the days in prayer uh, at the night. Cause I, 
I do the same thing in the morning. I say one just little prayer and I say, God, no matter what happens today, I trust in you. You've got this. Let's do this in a way. And it just changes your whole way of thinking for that day. Like no matter what happens, let's do this together. Um, Because again, if I do it on my own, we're going to have problems. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I, I love that. I agree. Um, my other piece, um, like not advice, but like something that I'd say as well about like how talking to God is strength in my faith is I think if you think about any relationship, like a romantic relationship, a friendship, a relationship with a family member, relationships always have to involve communication. And I think that we're missing the point of having a relationship with God, if we think that we should only be talking to him at certain times, or we have to come to him with like a real problem, um, inverted commas there. Like, um, (laughs) I think I used to have the attitude that like, well, I can't pray to God about that because that's just like a little bit stupid. Like that's a really insignificant problem compared to like problems that other people have. And that is true. Um, particularly, you know, like, (laughs) living in a Western wealthy country, there are a lot of problems that I have, which don't even begin to compare to the problems that other people go to and persecuted Christians, especially across the world. Um, But that doesn't mean that, you know, my prayers aren't heard by God. It doesn't mean that I can't talk to him about those things. Because if it's something that you're struggling with, you should feel like you're able to talk to God about it. And I just think that that communication is absolutely vital for having a relationship with God. If we just read his word and don't talk to him about it or don't like ask him to help us understand his word it's not a relationship that's just you reading a book um and yeah I think it's just really important to remember how important like just talking to God in prayer is yeah and I agree I mean they go hand in hand consistency Mm -hmm. in prayer and consistency in his word because I agree I um I, I think um, the advice I would have for someone that's working on a prayer life, um, I agree, is I always have people do this when they ask me, you know, I, I don't understand how to start praying. Like, what do I do to even begin? And I say, okay, think of one best friend of yours, the one best friend in your head that you talk to more than anyone else, the one that you send the dog TikToks to that <laughs> you, you know, that knows you better and knows all your secrets. Okay, you have her name in your head. I know you do. And then replace that name with God, God, did you, can you believe that happened today? God, I'm so frustrated. God, you know, every part of me, God talk. I just want to hear your voice. God, I just want to talk to you. I want to talk to you all the time. And when you just change it from that super scary, overarching, I don't want to do it wrong to treating God truly like your best friend and wanting to share everything with him. It's that slight shift, in the, especially in the beginning, from taking mm-hmm. that scariness outside of prayer and then being able to do it consistently. Because you talk to your best friend consistently all the time. <laughs> yeah. So if you think of it like that, you know, talking to God isn't so scary, especially in the beginning. Um, and I know you have advice, too, on, you know, doing at night with your prayers. Um, and that would just be the advice I would give um, in just doing the prayers, maybe in the morning or at night as well. Yeah, I love that. I think it's really important because like God is all powerful and we need to remember that, but he's also all loving and he wants to have a relationship with us. He's not a distant God. He doesn't keep us at arm's length. And then he's, he's not like, oh, you know, like I'll wipe away your sins for you, but I don't really want to have like anything to do with you. I'll just, you know, keep you at a distance. Uh, If you're listening to this and you're wondering whether God actually really does want a relationship with you, he does. 
he wants to know you um he wants you to know him and i think it's just very important to remember when you're tackling prayer or bible reading and also i just thought of this like i was saying before how you know um you can't just read god's word without praying it goes the other way around as well you can't just pray and not be interested in reading god's word and wanting to know more about him because the more we know about him the more we know of his character and who he is and what he's done the easier it is to pray because the more you know about god's love and how he loves us so much that he sent jesus to die for us why wouldn't you want to talk to somebody who's done something that incredible for you that really is a two-way partnership between reading the bible and praying like you said before Amen. <laughs> just can we just get an amen to that? Absolutely, amen. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I just think yeah. I hope that encouraged you if you were listening. Um. So the fourth and final question, um, linked to what we talked about before, and I think we have covered a little bit of this already, but I'd love to just dive in deeper. Um, is what is a piece of advice that you would give to somebody who struggles with talking to God? Yeah, I, I mean, I just want to encourage you. The advice I have is to just go for it. Just treat it like I told you to treat it. Talk to your best friend do it consistently and you have nothing to lose girl you have everything to gain mm. and I think that is really at the end of the day like what what are you waiting for like what what really is so scary are you afraid you're gonna do it wrong you can't do it wrong start talking to God are you afraid you don't have the time I promise you you have the time so whatever excuse in your head that you haven't been able to commit to that that consistent prayer life you have nothing to lose and you have everything to gain. So I just encourage you to just do today, to spend 10 minutes today. You have 10 minutes. I know you do. <laughs> because I'm sure if I looked on your Instagram or your TikTok or your Twitter, Facebook, whatever, there's at least 10 minutes in there today you can do. So wherever in the world, whatever time it is that you are listening to this podcast, commit to 10 minutes today. Just put your phone away, do it in your favorite location, your bed, your car, your closet, I don't care. Uh, and just talk to God and just have that raw conversation. Start it today. Start with prayer today um, because you have nothing to lose and literally everything to gain. That'd be my advice. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And it is, oh, it's so true. Um, like we have nothing to lose with a relationship, uh, having a relationship with God. Nothing to lose that's valuable, I might add, or that is yes. worth, worth jeopardizing a relationship for God over um and I just you know like people can lose friends for being a Christian they can even you know lose family members there are obviously like I mentioned briefly before people who are persecuted for their faith so severely that they can be arrested or even killed for their faith but at the end of the day as hard and as horrible as that is they know where their home is and they, they know that they have salvation secure because of what Jesus has done and that they know that they can go home to be with God in heaven um so yeah as encouragement for anybody listening. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and I've got a couple of pieces of advice. Um, one of them is kind of linked to what you were saying, actually, just the idea of just having a raw, open, normal conversation like you would with a friend. I think when we see the Pharisees in the New Testament and there's that bit about them talking loudly on street corners and using all these eloquent words so people think that they're extra holy and that they're really close to God. And in actuality, they were so far from God. They didn't know him. They didn't actually want to know him and have a relationship with him. 
So if you think that, you know, your prayers need to be a certain length or you need to use certain words or a certain structure or you need to always say certain things, just want to encourage you that that's really not true. You can go to God, like <laughs> God's seen you at your worst and he loves you despite it. So why do you think that your prayers need to be perfect? I think I definitely went through that phase of thinking, oh, you know, I've got to pray in a certain way. And um, I need to like be very polished in what I say and always have like um, ideas of what I'm going to say beforehand. But you can literally just like <laughs> couple your words. It can all just flow <laughs> out at once. Like a complete like downpour of um, really like ugly crying. And like mm-hmm. it's, and honestly, sometimes in that, in it's the sweetest in those moments when you know that, you know, you maybe wouldn't want anybody else to see like that, except your closest family members, but God sees you and, you know, he hears your prayers and listens to you. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. It's, it's when I feel that those moments that I am doing the ugly crying, that I am doing the, the prayers that really probably make no sense to anybody but God, <laughs> um, is when I feel God really move and shake me the most. It's when I feel his, his true love for me in those moments. And you can only do that if you're really just open, honest, and vulnerable. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. It's, it's a mental hump, but once you're over that and really just focused on being raw and just listening to him in those prayer moments is when really he'll, he'll move and shake you for sure. Mm, yeah and my second piece of advice which I mentioned briefly before and if you've listened to every podcast episode you've probably heard me talk about this 50 million (laughs) times um um, but um just writing down your prayers whether that's like actually writing in a notebook writing them like if you have a journaling bible or like I do on my phone um it's been the biggest encouragement so I have like a section of my notes for each month and I've been doing it every day since February and at the end of every month I go back and read my prayers from the month before and just seeing how God has answered prayers is absolutely incredible um because you can forget about things that you prayed about you know three weeks ago two months ago six months ago a year ago but then if you actually think about what you prayed and you have evidence of it then you can really see how God has moved in your life and maybe he didn't answer the prayer in the way that you expected him to or that you wanted him to at the time but we can trust that his plan is good and that he knows us intimately and he knows what's best for us and it's just been the greatest encouragement over the last few months to see where prayer has been answered Oh, I love that because I bet there's several prayers that you really, really wanted a specific answer to. And then at the end of the month, you're like, well, that was a plot twist. That was better mm-hmm. than I even could have imagined. Yeah. <laughs> those are my favorite prayers. Yes, definitely. Well, I think that's the perfect place to wrap this episode up. This conversation has been an absolute joy to have and I really hope that it's encouraged anybody listening. Rachel, it would be great if you could um, just let everybody know again where they can find you and go follow you on social media so that they can be encouraged by what you put out. Absolutely, yes. So like uh, like you said, I hope this encouraged someone um, to you know kick back, start in their faith, be consistent in that Bible time, in that prayer time. You can follow me on Start With Prayer. Just start with prayer, exactly how it sounds, (laughs) Um, on Instagram and on TikTok. Um, I also um, just launched an entire um, Bible Bestie community. 
Um, so if you want more of that community feel, encouragement, um, you can go online to start, S-T-A-R-T, and then just the W, not with, just W, and then prayer.com. So start wprayer.com. Um, and then, yeah, I'm an open book. Feel free to DM me, message me, email me, whatever. Um, I'd love to just encourage you in any way that I can, and I know you would too. So it was such a blast being on here. and. God is so good. It's cool to see him move and shake through the world all the way from, you know, Houston, Texas, all the way to the UK. It's fun yeah. to see him move. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And this conversation has been really encouraging. I'm so grateful we had it. I hope everybody's listening has a really great rest of their day and I will see you next time. Bye guys. <laughs>